for English, press 1. For Stan and Bruce, press 2. Thank you for pressing 2. And now, here are your hosts, Stan and Bruce. Welcome to episode 16 of the Press 2 podcast. How's it going, Bruce? Going good. 16. So that means we're actually legally able to drive. And we're having our sweet 16. <laughs> Last week sweet we had 16. our say and this week we're having our sweet 16. Wasn't that a show on MTV, My Sweet 16 or something it like that? It used to be. Did they yeah. still have it? I don't know. I just remember watching a couple of episodes. <laughs> it was episodes. just a bunch of spoiled kids like, yeah. <laughs> having the biggest parties of their lives. Yeah, I think I did remember watching Drawing a couple tantrums. of episodes. It was basically a, a a precursor to Bridezilla's. Like, I think all those girls grew up and were, went on Bridezilla's. <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. Well, Have you seen Bridezilla's? I haven't watched Bridezilla's, but uh, there's oh this other God. show on TLC called um, Gypsy Wedding. Have you watched it? No, I have not even oh heard God. of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's a it's a whole like thing of its own. So, yeah. if you ever wanted to watch like drama, poverty, oh God, money, <laughs> <laughs> you should watch Bridezilla's though because this season they've been on a long time, but this season uh-huh. Lonnie Love is act. They changed the commentary. Oh, I love her. She's hilarious. She does the comment like she does all the the voiceovers. The yeah, okay. she does all the voiceover work now, and she's so funny. Like when she, so I think it's a good thing that they brought her on because it makes it a little bit more funnier than it already was. Yeah, but the brides are like crazy over the top, but. <laughs> Speaking of TV shows. Oh, wait. Yeah. Speaking of TV shows. um, Did you know that Dexter was coming back? Yeah, I did read something about that. Um, I'm so excited about that. They said it's going to be like a limited series, but I don't care. Yeah, it's going to be. I think they said, was it five or six? episodes or? i hope the shows are like at least an hour and a half long if they're gonna do some yeah i hope so i wonder like <laughs> did you watch the the whole thing like yeah okay and i, I you know he that, went to that he just changed his identity remember yeah well like for was, anybody who's listening and hasn't watched it and is interested in watching it spoilers ahead and well, i mean that was like this show has years been ago? out has been over like what <laughs> 10 years ago? Yeah, it's 10 years ago, right? I don't know, but it's been a long time since it was off But I feel like the ending was so anticlimactic. It was so dumb to me. Like, I was so irritated with that ending. He just changed his life. And it was just like, okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, and then he (laughs) left his his son. Remember, he had just had a kid? Yeah. And the kid thinks he's dead. So he let his child think that he's dead. The wife thinks he's dead. And they're off in France or Europe somewhere in Europe. They're in was France. It France? Uh, yeah, yeah they- they're in France. And uh, so the show started in 2006. I remember watching it. It was on uh, Showtime. Yeah. And I think I started watching it on season two. And but I remember him from Six Feet Under. He played the gay character, Michael C. Hall. And I never saw Six Feet Under. Oh, really? Six Feet Under was yeah. pretty good. Um, and the last episode was 2013. So seven years ago yeah yeah 2013 minus 2020 i'm so glad it's coming back (laughs) did you just count on (laughs) yeah i'm just like adding (laughs) or subtracting i guess um 
but yeah, it is coming back. Uh, I'm interested. I'm excited about it. Um, is it going to be also in Showtime or? Yeah, it's going to okay. be on Showtime too. They just don't know. I didn't, I don't think they had a date though. So I'm thinking sometime next year, probably. Yeah. Um, so who kn- I, I don't know when it's coming out. I did read C. I think it's going to be uh, next year, maybe. Most likely. Cause um, I don't even know if they started filming, but if they did, it won't be out this year. Yeah, but I feel like it's. I hope they do. I hope they pick up that story and make it better. Yeah, I hope they do the characters justice. Um, and maybe he'll get in contact with his. <laughs> his maybe special. it'll be something based with his son to where he kind of has those traits. Oh, God, I hope not. And he doesn't like realize it. I don't know. I don't know. I hope I'm not giving any spoilers away. I'm not also, I'm not any clairvoyant. I'm not clairvoyant or anything like that. It's just my. Fifth sense. I have a fifth sense. <laughs> I can tell when it's already ringing. <laughs> oh my God. So, uh, sh- this episode, though, as judging by the title of the show, um, this episode, we're going to talk about Shit's Creek. Because we're late to the party. I feel like we're late to the party. Um, well, I was waiting on you, and when you finally finished it, yeah, you know, I was like, okay, now we can finally talk about Shit's Creek. Because, well, I'm always late because I don't have that channel Pop TV. Well, I um, so I have to so catch I it on was Netflix. watching it on. I stopped watching it after the fourth season. Like I was, I started watching it when it came out, and then life happened, um, and I kind of stopped. And then um, I, I just kind of lost interest. I knew in the back of my head it was there, but I always kept thinking it's going to be one of those shows that's going to be running forever. And so I can just like, binge you know, it one day. <laughs> I, I'll just binge it later on. And it was only it's a shame because it's only 30 minute episodes, but I know. And they go by the so more that more now that I finish watching it and like the show ended, I understand it's actually pretty genius for Dan Levy and um, William Levy to to have done the way they did um, the the show. And so, yeah, we can totally... Eugene Levy, sorry. Eugene and Dan, yeah, I Dan Levy. Say so. anything, so I just yeah, um, I don't know why I said William. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we can go ahead and talk about it. And um, any... If you don't want to listen to this, you can turn it off and wait for it. No, you can't. You can't turn it off. Okay. (laughs) Nobody's turning anything off. We need, we, that's how we lose ratings first. We can't be just, don't be just turning off the podcast. If anything, turn the volume down. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, sound Turn it up and keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I just, you know, like I felt like there were so many like fun parts about this show. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if you remember um, Moira, like first season, like how she would have like these emotional fits. Like I think yes. like, you know, she would scream like, like the second or third episode um, where no, it was the second episode, I think, at one day, once they get to the hotel and her earrings, <laughs> she's having like a meltdown. I can't find my earrings. <laughs> you know what you thought? <laughs> she, she would just throw these fits when she would just scream uncontrollably out of nowhere. Like, 
<laughs> but I remember like one of those fits was because she went online and people were talking trash about her. Remember <laughs> on social media? So she hit, she locked herself in a closet and had a meltdown. <laughs> but that's the first time that she had the meltdown in the closet because it keeps on reoccurring throughout yeah. the series. That's like <laughs> her happy just, place. It's, it's not her happy place. I, I feel like it it's, is. Her, it's like that's where she it's her, melt, it's her meltdown place. But at the same time, it's so dramatic and like so over the top that um, it's it's just hilarious to watch. I mean, and but yeah, I remember that and, episode correctly. And her wigs, like the first time her wigs, they they should have just they were part of the cast. Like you know how they well, hang on the wall. Yes, <laughs> but actually, like, so I was watching. Did you watch the special that they did after the show aired? No, I'd never watched that. So. I was like, um, um Catherine O'Hara who is Moira Rose um she talks about how the wigs actually were her idea they were not <laughs> included into the they were not included into the character so what she told Dan Levy she was like yes I will play this character as long as I am able to wear wigs and Dan Levy was like sure and so she said that um from the character that it was so much fun because she was able to actually and body um the person because she named her wigs <laughs> and so she was like, I, I remember on the first episode i think um one of the cia agents or whatever he's putting two wigs together and he's like now don't put them together they hate each other so um all of this idea so a lot of it was very it was not written into the show it was just um almost like improv kind it was of improv on the fly her. you know yeah, it like, was on the fly and it was so hilarious that they just they basically just let her roll with this character and kind of evolve this character and you know eugene and Catherine have been working together for ages so um you know they were um they they have done a lot of movies they have done a lot of shows and so it's really just magical to see them both on the same show again and just they have they have just this awesome chemistry uh whenever they're together but yes uh Maya Rose um they were talking about how she became a gay icon of like a recent gay show? icon huh from that show yes because um <laughs> my god she's like this (laughs) you know like she's dramatic but she has a heart of gold and she's just over the top and you know the fashion that she brought to the show and i um, think that character would be like if if moira rose was a real person Mm-hmm. She would be though, like I, she, I think she would have a large she, gay she following. Has, she became, <laughs> she is actually considered like a gay icon now. So, uh, they were showing in some of the gay clubs that were doing uh, Night of a Thousand My- Moras, kind of like a, the Night of oh a Thousand. God. And so, like you have all these like gay guys and uh, women and all these people like dressed up like Mora, and the cast of uh, Shit's Creek showed up, and it was just hilarious to see. But she's an icon apparently, and. I I can see why because I I'm like yes I went to party with this person and like she did a good job like, she did an awesome job was just like because it was like the character itself is just so over the top I don't know like yeah. you said earlier but and then I remember like when she killed like well she thought she killed one of the hotel guests I don't know if you remember <laughs> yes. you, you remember that yeah. she didn't give him pain medicine or something <laughs> so she like. Like it's just like all, the, and then when she thought she was pregnant, and I remember David and Alexa were just like they're grossed out that they were even still having sex. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> well, and because on one of the episodes, they walk. David walks in on walks them. Walks in on them. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he's just like hiding his face. And Alexis is just like, oh, what's happening? And um, she's like, you can see. You can see. And he's like, yes, your mother and I are like still having like relations or whatever. He's like, yeah, well, stop. <laughs> so, but um, who is your favorite character from the show? It would have to be Alexis. Alexis, I'm sorry. She is my favorite character too. And then um, the song. For those of you who yes. don't know, if you, you tell did me about listen, it, yeah, I just told Bruce about it last week. And for those of you who have seen the show and just don't know, when she did that music song, a little bit of Alexis, that song is actually Cabaret, on iTunes. The Cabaret episode. Yeah, yeah, that song is actually for download, and I love it. It's like it's a great song. <laughs> actually, you were telling me about it, and I think like twenty minutes later, later that air came on because he was watching it, and at the time, and he didn't know that was coming up, and then. Because it was his first time seeing that episode, right? Yeah. And so I had just mentioned it to him. And like 20 minutes later, he's like, oh my yeah, God, I literally benched the last two seasons um, this, this week, right? This this week and last week. So, uh, and it's so easy to binge, like I said, because it's only 30 minute episodes. It so you're just so like, oh fast. shit, I'm already on episode six. <laughs> yeah. And you're already done with a In season. theory, it's been three hours that you've been there. So, um, but I think just. Um, the character development of the show is just just seeing the growth of the characters and they didn't lose any of that essence. To me, that's, um, I don't know. To me, that, that was just great because you kind of see how even the supporting cast have their own storyline and they don't give them less airtime. They kind of included into the character growth of the main storylines. Yeah. And so I feel like it aids. So for example, like on Alexis's character, I feel like, uh, Twyla, who's, who plays the girl at the cafe, which is in, in real life, she's Sarah Levy, which is Dan Levy's sister. sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like their bond throughout the series kind of helped Alexis grow so much more. Cause at the end, whenever Twyla tells her, she's like, um, the dress yeah the dress is because alexis is like why don't you leave this town and do something and it's okay to treat yourself type of thing and then um twyla was like well you know i did win 96 million dollars and she's like oh no 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 not by myself i shared it with some guy (laughs) and alexis is just like what (laughs) um and you know she gives her money as a goodbye gift because alexis is moving to new york and alexis is like i can't take this but i feel like season one alexis would have been like yes i need this money right now you know what i mean like give it to me um and because they were so new and they were just in the hotel and stuff and so but just the character development that that's kind of what i really liked about this show the funny part about alexis though is that when she was ready to leave i don't like at the end of the first season i think or somewhere around there where she they thought they had found the buyer before the guy had a heart attack remember they were trying to oh, find yes, a buyer yes. for the town yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, but like and then there was this but she was like ready she had dumped her boyfriend like she, <laughs> her boyfriend like, dumped she, her oh wait are you talking about booker the first boyfriend that she had remember that or, first no, sorry, i'm sorry not booker mutt um Alexis, her first, you know, she was dating that one dude that was like, oh, uh, yeah. And she's like, kiss. Uh, he's going to come and pick me up. And then we might talk about picking you guys up, too. Yeah, and then uh, David was like, 
she would like David was still like so against like the town or whatever. Yeah. And she was all like, it's not that bad, but the whole time she thinks she's And then Moira was like, what's going on? And yeah. <laughs> she, was like, she said, no, it's not that bad. Yeah, bitch, because you leaving. Like, that's why it's not bad. She was like, told them how good it'd be for them to be there. <laughs> yes. And that oh. was kind of like also the character development with uh, Stevie, which is uh, who yeah. works at the hotel. Um, I think. One of the, one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite scenes from the series is whenever, uh, before Stevie and David slept together, which to me, that kind of caught me off guard. That was just so like, but they were talking about how, you know, it's, um, she said, uh, David basically said, you know, I am attracted to the wine, not the brand. And so it's basically kind of like, I don't think that has ever been put in an easier way to understand, to just kind of like be attracted to a person, regardless of who they are. And, um, you know, I think that just, it was, I think the, the fact that it was so passe, you know, like you didn't even think about it until actually later on, you're like, oh my God, that is actually a perfect metaphor or perfect analogy to like just kind of explain how sexuality is so it's not complex but it's just so complex. broad and open and you know <laughs> you kind of just it's have not to, black and white it's not a black and white thing you know and it's not like a straight or gay or it's there's just so he's, much more and it's that just was basically he, their way yeah. of saying that he's fluid yeah and and the fact that stevie was okay with that it's you know kind of like coming from somebody who's lived in a small town and the fact that she was okay with it. I think it kind of Stevie gave me, I'm sorry, but like Stevie always gave me lesbian vibes. Like I just see her, that character being like a lesbian for some reason. I was like waiting on them to hook her up with a girl and it never happened. Cause every time, even, even the wedding and then the outfit that she she was dressed like, yeah. <laughs> I was like a tux and I was you like know, yes her- girl I think you would be a perfect lesbian they should have yeah, made that she happen she looks good in that but <laughs> it kind of left the viewers get uh, kind of guessing because she didn't have that other guy who dumped her and I feel so bad for her I know the, uh, the, 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 the hotel, hotel reviewer guy and he yeah. was actually kind of cute <laughs> we texted about it because <laughs> yeah. I know the person I saw him, I had to look him up and see what else he was in so I could see more of him are you, are you the type of person that looks him up and goes to the like Wikipedia and scrolls down to like personal, personal life see <laughs> <laughs> so is he married and then you go to the Instagram and you scroll down to like the history of pictures to see if he's with some woman or a child uh, yeah, or something what they look like or yeah and then if, <laughs> Yeah, he was one of those where I was just kind of like intrigued. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Yeah, he's played by uh, Emir Kaplan. Um, well, his name is Emir Kaplan, but he's played by N.S. Esmer. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so that was, that was kind of interesting. Um, I did, you know, TV's character did evolve as well a lot with the, as the show progressed, um, she became really attached, I feel like, to John, Johnny Rose. Yeah, uh, cuz he was kind of like a father figure for her, you know, cuz you didn't really see any like close relationships that Stevie had or they didn't introduce anybody. Um so it was it was just really cute and sweet and 
just seeing her grow and how uh remember there was i think it was season five um she's trying to become a flight attendant <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then David goes with her and he's like, yeah, they will well, hire that was his me. Last with- season. That was the last season. Was it the last season? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I just they saw it. Pay- like I saw it. Yeah. Cause that one, <laughs> he tried to be better than her. At it. Like- <laughs> she, he actually ended up being worse than her. <laughs> I was like, why is he like, he has nothing else to do. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was a great synopsis. I think um, you know the other supporting art um, actors uh, who uh, Jocelyn, which is uh, Roland's wife. I, I feel like that couple was kind of like the oh crazy. God. I cannot stand Roland. Really, he got on my nerves. Like I think as the just... season progressed, I, as no. the seasons progressed, no, no, and okay. I, I still cannot stand him because he was doing stuff in the last season that was just irritating me, and it's just like. He ruined everything, and especially at the beginning, because I really was rooting for them to get out of that town. Like first season, I was wanting them to get out of that town, and he kept messing everything up, like the dinner at his house, and they're about to sign a deal, and the guy had a heart attack, and it was all his fault. And then, but the funny thing about that character is what you know, the real actor. You know, he's the same guy. For those of you don't know, he's the guy that played in Scary Movie with the nasty hand, and he dug his hand into the turkey, and he 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 did. He yeah, did he, that. he did it again, and on Shit's Creek, he was cheese or something, he right? Was cheese. It was fondue because he was fondue. trying to look for a chip or something, <laughs> and he stuck his hand in there. And it, it, if you see that scene, it flashes you back to scary movie. Like that was the first thing I thought of was him doing that to the turkey. Yes, that's the only enjoyment I got out of that character. <laughs> Everything else, I cannot stand him. But I feel like he plays like a vital role too, as into how. If it wasn't well, of course, for him, he fucked up everything for him. Like right, he, he but... he's the whole trajectory of the show, the way everything went was because of one of his, they couldn't, you know, like they were almost out and then he fucked that up. So they had to stay like, like everything just, he, I don't know, but he was just annoying, I guess, because I was like rooting for Johnny and the family and the, this, I'm talking back like seasons before they got like, accustomed to the town you know back when they didn't like the town and i really wanted them to be able to get out and live the life that they wanted and (laughs) he just messed it up for him and i just had this resentment toward that character ever since and then i think it's sometimes it's just the way he looks sometimes it just irritates me because he's he's like a fuck up but then he tries to make it seem like it's somebody else's fault like sometimes he would blame johnny for stuff that he did yeah. And and then the other guy at the garage, like when Johnny had to set up his office at the car garage, remember it's like a car shop. And then the owner oh, are you talking about Bob? Bob, yeah. And then the yeah. owner was like, I was like, oh my God, these stupid Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Johnny's like, some guy came in there wanting a quote or estimate on a part, and Johnny was like, and then the guy that owned the shop was like, what is his name, Bob? He was like, you didn't help. Well, I said, how the hell is he supposed to help him? He doesn't know how to sell. <laughs> and then he got mad at him saying that, he, like, as if he worked for him. And Johnny, like, yeah. <laughs> and Johnny's like, I don't work for you. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. <sighs> uh, but ultimately, Roland is the mayor of the town because, you know, so. I know. It's just so um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just think it played. I, I think I, I can see where you're coming from as far as not really liking him, but I, I feel 
I don't know. I feel like he was a vital role for the show. <laughs> he did, yeah. I mean, he did play because he shifted the show in all the directions. Real talk, though. Have you met people like him? Yes, I think that's yeah. the reason I can't stand him because I know a few people, especially some that in my day job that I, you know, I there's people like that that I cannot. Ugh. Oh, you have a day job? Yes, and I do not. <laughs> these people that, that you thought I just did podcasting for a living on my salary of zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm able to eat. <laughs> I did see that you lost. I, I did see that you've been losing some weight. So I know it's the podcast salary. You can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Like ramen noodles, crackers, and air. I haven't been to the grocery store in months. <laughs> oh like this pandemic has done wonders for me. It has actually because it it platooned me. This is all subject, but it platooned me to a, a 15, 20 pound increase in weight over oh. like I think the pandemic started. Well, lockdown for me started March 13th mm-hmm. and I was making shit that I don't do. I made homemade donuts. I think I talked about this once or maybe not on the show, maybe to you, but I was, if, if you've heard this before or whatever, I, I was at home making homemade donuts, homemade donuts, Bruce. Like what kind of time do you want to get dough? And ne- these were from scratch donuts. I made the fucking glaze from scratch. I was making, I made pizza from scratch. I was making all this shit. I, I was, in, I was upset at people because there was no, um, there was no yeast in the grocery flour. stores. Yeah. Or flour. People were buying all the yeast though. Yes. Like everybody wanted to make bread all of a sudden. You couldn't buy a bread machine because they were all sold out. Like, even though I had no intentions on buying bread machine, but I was just hearing people complaining about not being able <laughs> like, to get well, a bread I machine. Want one. I want a bread machine. I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck is buying, making their own bread? Do you think it was going to be that bad during the pandemic where you needed to make your own bread? Like, I mean, it was bad for like a couple of weeks where you couldn't get bread in the grocery store, but making your own. So then you buy all the yeast. Nobody can make bread anymore. So now we ain't nobody got bread. The bread is out the stores. The yeast is gone. So we can't make our own bread. What the fuck are we supposed to do for bread now? I mean, this is the mindset that people were in. (laughs) Well, it wasn't only just bread. It was like bread, toilet paper, uh, like hand sanitizer, um, wet wipes. It did a toll on me. (laughs) honey. I gained so much weight. Yeah. 239 pounds. I had never been that heavy in my whole life. And now I'm down to 210 and I haven't been 210 in years. I've been like fluctuating in the 220s, mm-hmm. like 220 to, for the last few years, three, four years. But 210, I haven't been this, I want to say maybe a couple of years out of college the last time I was 210. My goal is to get to 185. I think if I can get to 185, I'll be happy because at that point, I, I'm, I'm really good at maintaining weight. Mm-hmm. You know, is the problem is like because once I get to it, you know, as long as I'm exercising, I can pretty much eat whatever I want and maintain weight. The problem is losing. So yeah. I feel like if I can get to 185, I can maintain it because I can still I can start doing what I want as far as eating again. Like I can order pizza a couple of times a month now like instead of like once every two or three months. I've been trying to like slow it down and no lasagna, no pasta like, you know, but I don't know. That was off subject. but. I just had to say it because he brought up me losing weight. And so, yeah, I I, I'm feeling really cute and I'm feeling like myself these days because I feel so much better, though. Like, I feel like like, I don't know, like I can see like like definition in my legs from the bike and 
What'd you do? I didn't hear you. What were you uh, saying? That, uh, Gia guns like feeling like pussy, feeling like cunt. <laughs> feeling like pussy, feeling like cunt. Feel like, yeah. You should see us doing the Vogue. <laughs> You're feeling your oats, your diet. Feeling my oats, honey. All, all of them. Even the Quaker. <laughs> with low fat milk. And, or 2%. Girl, I was, I was eating oatmeal with water and I hate oatmeal with water. Like it was so bad, but like. We digress and go back to talking about the show. Um, well, still, congratulations on your weight loss, and I hope you get to 195. Best wishes. Um, best wishes. <laughs> but you should have said it. You should have said best wishes. <laughs> best wishes. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's like a main tagline. Best wishes, warmest regards between uh, David and um, homegirl. What was her name? Alexis. Again? No. Oh, yeah, her Stevie. and then the other girl, the hotel girl. Stevie. Yeah, because yeah, they would say it to each other too. When they, yeah, were, like when they were mad at each other. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time when they had gotten mad at each other, and she was like, best wishes. <laughs> it's like, warmest regards. They had this sarcastic, like, humor between each other. That was just Yeah, like, and I think that, like, they find that out after they slept with each other. And David is like, <laughs> I think you're my best friend. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, they were similar kind of with yeah, personality they were similar. traits. And you know, you see that at the end of the, towards the end of the season where, or the end of the series where Stevie is just like, you're so much like me. And David kept saying, you're so much like me too. Um, and you know, they have the issue because of Alexis and Stevie being like the best man or the best brides woman or whatever. Um, to brings me to another point, which is Patrick, uh, oh, David's God. husband. Um, <laughs> so boyfriend, husband, uh, I he's... go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking like, he's so like, it's so weird because typically he's not my type, but for some reason watching the show, I was like, infatuated by the character. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. weird. Like, it's like, it's, it's because like, he's so like, innocent. he's cute. And it, like you said, he looks like a grown up baby. Yeah. <laughs> he still has like a baby face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I think just another great um, attribute of this show is the fact that, you know, usually in shows you see like gay characters just suffering a lot. Right. Or they have to go through so much in order to like, um, yeah. get to a, a stable point or they have to you know get acceptance there's always or some type like, of conflict with them being gay and coming out or something i feel like in in most of the shows that we've seen you know in earlier past shows the gay characters are not only the main point but the main point is always like suffering or the main character is always suffering or they sort of bringing like a gay character and it kind of like downplays maybe the show or it kind of like hinders it in a way or it 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 kind of makes it like the main point but not in a positive way does that make sense yeah like this show was kind of more like they were gay and it wasn't a big deal right it, it was, was like a normal was life like, for them it's normal like, life it was normal life and it was just it's it's so refreshing to see that because not everybody is like struggling all the time when you're, you know, right. like, it's more to, than to being gay than struggling with people coming out. That is right. 
thing that happens, but it doesn't last your entire lifetime for the most part. You know, you do have happy mm-hmm. moments that are normal. And so a lot of times TV, they just kind of they focus on that negative part of it to get a good story and a good drama out of right. it. But we're not always just sitting in a room crying our whole life. You know what I mean? Like we're not yeah. always struggling with the coming out. That's not all of our life. That's a piece of and it. I feel I feel like that is that was something that happened, you know, especially in earlier years. And it, I mean, it's not, it's not dismissing it, but it's certainly something that has progressed to where we still have struggles and we still have things to deal with, but it's kind of shows like this to where we can see the normality or the normancy. Is that a word? The normalcy is the normalcy. Yes. Of <laughs> having think. like a, gay relationship and not having to struggle i think you know their main struggles were just like normal people struggles they they open a business you know they were like whenever i guess patrick uh was trying to move into an apartment and david thought that he was going to ask him to move in with him and he was like (laughs) no this is just for me (laughs) david was like oh (laughs) and um so it's just kind of like that normal day stuff and to me that was just very refreshing um, I think the cutest episode is whenever he is singing to David, Patrick is sing, singing to David and uh, Moira standing right next to David. And, you know, David kind of like held back as far as kind of really accepting the fact that he could have a stable life in that, in that town. And I feel like Patrick changed that a lot for him and made him grow as far as the character. But the point of, you know, Johnny and Moira being so supportive of David and not only that, but just he's their son and they don't really care about it. Um, I think that also played into the development of the relationship and helped, you know, aided into um, something easier. I think they they didn't have the expectation of of the show blowing up so much and having the impact on on you know society and people, especially you know nowadays with everything that's going on, you kind of just have this show that has no hangups to just have thirty minutes of an episode to just kind of like relax and laugh and really less than that. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it when it's like thirty, but it, you know, they uh, cut the commercials well, 30 out. With commercials, but in reality, it's like twenty-one minutes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like so short. Um, what was your funniest like moment? Like, what is your favorite funny moment from this show? Like, um, do you have a favorite out of all the episodes? Like, I think. Uh, there's quite a bit. I think one of the funniest ones was uh, when Moya was doing the the Apple commercial. I think. Do you remember? Um, she she was doing a commercial. I guess somebody hired her to do like an Apple commercial or a cider commercial. I think. I remember doing a commercial. I just can't remember. Um. Yeah, it's the. I'm sorry. It was the Rose Winery commercial. And she keeps on fucking it up because she's I like overanalyzing it. I, I vaguely uh, remember. Because <laughs> it might have like, been something I watched a couple of years ago. Earthling. Um, yeah, okay. I remember her trying to get the words out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, and then I think eventually they go back to that uh, that winery because they want to, because she gets a, 
um, the Crows movie, right? Um, yeah, oh God. <laughs> her, her I think uh, that was another <laughs> hilarious part whenever they're trying to, Alexis sets up the, um, the props for the crows and the crows start attacking the people and everybody's just like freaking out and she was like oh yeah that was totally planned and they were like oh my god that was genius (laughs) and then myra has like this crow like wig do you remember yeah i remember that she was crazy um they go back to the same winery because they want to make a Mora Rosé. Yeah, I do remember and, that. And uh, the guy has like three choices, I think, three or four choices, and they all taste disgusting. So they start like mixing and they end up like drunk as drunk. Yeah, I remember that one. I like when they were selling like the skin cream. Her and um, David, Moira and David. Remember they oh, had this yes, venture yes. that they were trying yeah. <laughs> and their faces were all burnt. Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Or when they got into that fight, her and David got into that whole tantrum on when they were trying to fold ingredients. Remember? And they were like, How do you fold an ingredient? Oh, the cheese. The, the cheese. Yeah. The yeah. cheese. How do you yeah, fold were, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> That's what it was. I was trying to figure out what they were making. I couldn't remember. Was it nachos they were trying to yeah, make? Yeah, I think we- so. Um, how do you? Yeah, and then David was like, "How do you fold cheese?" And then Mario's like, "You just fold it." Fold it. <laughs> yeah. Like how? <laughs> it is such a weird thing though. And you're like making stuff, and yes. then they say like, fold. It's like, dude, what do you mean fold? Like pick it up and fold it? Like, but it's like, how do you fold cheese? I mean, I, I know think there's it's the cheese. way you take. I know how to do it. I can't explain it, but it's the way it's all in the way you like if you if you are folding, let's just say from what I know, like if I'm making. I um, like I make a this banana pudding and I put the I put whipped cream in the mixture, the main mixture. And so mm-hmm. you fold the whipped cream into the mixture. So what I do is I take the whatever it's called and I the spatula, it's not a spatula, but it's another name for it. And it looks like wine. And I take that and I take the whipped cream and I actually fold it over into it with my hand. It's a, it's a certain oh. way of like stirring it and mixing it, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm doing the motions of Bruce can know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's folding. Like, I think that's to me, that's what folding is. And so it's like, you're kind of, you're kind of gently folding. mixing it. Yeah, uh, delicately, like a fold. Like, well, I feel like it's kind of like dough that you have to fold it sometimes. In your, I was watching the Great British Bake Off or whatever, and I saw people folding the dough continuously. But then I guess that's like a technique to help the The dough rise. Dough rise? I I don't know. I don't cook. I just they call it kneading too, or something, right? Like knead the dough or something like. I don't know. I learned something when I was making donuts. <laughs> Girl, and making donuts is complicated. Shout out to the people at Shipley's and Dunkin's and all those places. Not to Dunkin's because those are some dry ass donuts. <gasps> but like, <laughs> you like Dunkin' Donuts? I mean, there's like one, two blocks away. But and... do you eat there? The their donuts? Their donuts are so dry to me. Yeah. I like the They're like Krispy bagels cream, with syrup. They're like, like bagels with glaze. I feel like walking out of Krispy Kreme is just like a basic move. See, I don't really care for Krispy uh, Kreme. You know, the only Krispy Kreme yeah. that I like is the because ch- I like this donut everywhere is the chocolate with sprinkles, mm-hmm. the chocolate glaze with the sprinkles. That's my favorite donut ever. And I think it tastes the same everywhere you go. Almost. I mean, it's, I don't know about Dunkin. Dunkin's is dry. 
They gave us free donuts once at work from Dunkin's. And girl, like I was like, no reason they dunked this shit in coffee because it is dry as fuck. Like I understand now why they like y'all need to just stick the coffee like the, and take the donuts out of y'all. You're basically saying that the only good thing Dunkin' Donuts are good for are as a hemorrhoid seat. And that's it. <laughs> it. I mean, it was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was expecting like I guess because I'm spoiled because when I moved back to Texas, like the best thing about Texas you guys have Shipley's, right? is Shipley's and those yeah. are some bomb ass donuts and and they're based here in Houston. So they're everywhere here. And I just love Shipley's donuts because they're so flaky and soft and huge and flaky and just like. And then when I had the Dunkin', I was just like, oh, good girl. <laughs> These Dunkin' donuts are not working. But I think there was a on talking about on, along those lines. Wasn't there like a Bob's Bagels episode on Shit's Creek? Was there? Yeah, I think. Um, oh, yeah, he did want to do the with the bagels. Yeah, he wanted to do the bagels. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Yeah, just going back to like the character, I think um, we haven't really talked about Johnny Rose. I uh, just kind of wanted to touch on it that given everything that happened, I felt like he was able to keep like the family together. And at the end, like, you know, his character did grow a lot. And um, it, it's just interesting to see how he supported Moira's character to do whatever she wanted because she wanted to go back into acting and you know, she took all these weird roles and if anything, he supported her and he supported, you know, David with, um, the, you know, opening their own business and giving him advice. And, um, I thought it was also kind of cute how he had the talk with Patrick whenever, um, Moira and David go to the winery and then, um, I think Roland asks uh, Johnny if he has had the father-in-law talk with Patrick and Patrick is just sitting there watching the football game and eating pizza. And Johnny kind of starts thinking about it. And he's like, "Ah, I don't know. Do I need to have like the father-in-law talk? And I thought that was just really cute. Oh, (laughs) I didn't want to interrupt you, but because Nothing. Never mind. I'm not going to say stupid. <laughs> but uh, you, you were talking about that pizza, and I remember that episode. And I just, yeah. <laughs> my fat ass was like, <laughs> I was like, God damn, that pizza looked good. Like, it did it look real? good because he, t- he like grabbed it and it was like cheesy. And then he oh took a bite God. out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the same pizza they order, I think. Um, I think you, uh, Dave, uh, Johnny, he's like, yeah, we should cook tonight. And David is like, ew. <laughs> so they order a pizza. Uh, I, ew, that was David. in another episode. <laughs> that was like favorite Alexis line. Ew, ew David. David. <laughs> you know, they sell that shirt on, um, what's the name of the gay site? Swish Embassy. Yeah. I have, I have a hoodie that says, ew, David. Yeah, they have the everywhere. I bought it. Um, I actually bought it for, um, it was for a good cause. It's for multiple sclerosis. Um, and I bought it and it's cute. I'm actually going to wear it today. I'm supposed to go to a drag show later on. So, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Our hamburger berries is closing. So, yeah, he's been really distraught about the Chicago. I have. I am distraught about it. Well, um, you know, the pandemic hasn't really helped and their lease was up and they said that they may start looking for new venues come spring. I hope so. Um, 
because you know Hamburg and Marys is like a gay establishment. It's a gay establishment. Um, but just kind of like to end about the show and how my thoughts. What were your thoughts on the show ending? I was kind of disappointed that it ended, but you know, like mm-hmm. I kind of wish, even though it was a good show the way it was, I kind of wish they had. I wish they could come out with a movie, maybe to continue okay. because I want to see what else happens. Maybe they could do. I, I thought a good idea would be like a Christmas movie, where they, yeah. or some type of holiday Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, yeah. with, Thanksgiving with the um, roses, roses or something, yeah. or a shit Thanksgiving or a shitty <laughs> Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that, and then they could come back. And visit the town and you can mm-hmm. kind of see, you know, because David, you know, I mean, uh, Johnny and Moira left so they could come back maybe and all meet up at um, at uh, David's house, you know, for Thanksgiving or something. And they can kind of like. Yeah. But then in a way, though, I would kind of like to see them outside of that town. Like, I wish they could do the prequel or something like like something before the money got lost, because oh, I would yes. really think that would be hilarious because in the beginning they were so dysfunctional. Yeah. And I would like to see that side when they were rich and before they lost the money. I would like to see maybe a movie about that because I think it would be hilarious. Like old Alexis, you know, the way she was and like all you about mean herself. Younger Alexis? Huh? Younger Alexis, like on a prequel? Yeah. Like, no, just like her. Bef- no, I said like old Alexis, like, you know, because she changed her personality old alexis you know like when she was like full of it full of herself and like david was all about him and started dating uh uh, ted the veterinarian (laughs) yeah uh fun fact uh he's played by dust dustin milligan he was on um rupaul's celebrity and you know what Uh, when you told me that the first part the first that you told me that i saw him but I didn't even connect the dots that he was yeah, from the show. Yeah, I, I did too. I was just like, I've seen him somewhere. And then he mentioned, he's like, yeah, I play so-and-so on Shit's Creek. And I'm like, that's him. It's Alexis's boyfriend. Um, the fact how they ended their relationship that it was, I, I was crying. It was oh so emotional um, because they didn't like, you saw how they were just kind of like, they didn't end up because they fell out of love or anything like that. It was because of the circumstances, but it was just like such a mature way to end it compared to season one, where she gets broken <laughs> up through a text message, you know, <laughs> her so, choice in men kind of progressed. And then she's like, on Instagram, she's like, who are these two women? And then David is like, uh, they're two blonde women on a boat. Like, <laughs> and, um, but it's just, um, it's just stuff like that. Um, and I under, uh, at first when I saw that the series was sending, I was a little bit upset because I'm like, I thought this series was going to go on for a long time, but I understand ending it on a high note because. Well, cause at some to, point they can only stay in a town for so long. They can only stay in a town for so long. And then another thing is once a series kind of runs for a long time and it starts to become a little bit redundant, we kind of saw that with uh, Will and Grace, like after season five, I feel like it started becoming a little bit like <laughs> eh, it's there and it's funny, but it's not as interesting. And then you kind of have to have like a major switch to pick it back up again. Um, but I feel like with this series, it also doesn't encapsulate um, 
Oh, that's a big word. Encapsulate. Uh, I was like, okay, Bruce, we're not a. This is not a college uh, speech. <laughs> it's an essay, APA format, or MLA. Um, but it doesn't encapsulate the actors into a role. You know what I mean? So, like, whenever you think of somebody, you're like, oh yeah, they've been on Shit's Creek for like 15 seasons, type of thing. Like, and they can't do anything else. Like um, ER. Yeah, like, <laughs> like shows ER like ER. Or, you know, that other something show, like Grey's that. Anatomy, that I didn't even yes. know was still on. I know. <laughs> I, like, I, mean, I thought they got rid of that show years ago. It's still you on. You know, Shonda Rhimes is still cashing those checks. And <laughs> she's just like, I mean, she's had that How to Get Away with Murder, uh, like a bunch of other shows. I hate that Scandal Love, though. That's one uh, of my favorites that I hated to see go. Well, yeah, it was a good show. You know, Carrie Washington. Um, Olivia but Pope. she's an actress, right? She was an actress before she got on the show, so she can do that. But on Schitt's Creek, you have a lot of up and coming actors and or actresses and actors who I feel like if the show had run a little bit longer, it would have hindered their career because it just that that would be the only reference. It would be typecast when it they would be typecast. Like- and and so I feel like uh, you know. Eugene and Dan Levy were smart into doing this, even though it was at the height because, because the show is basically like it ended at the height of it. And I feel like it ended before it became redundant and it ended before it hindered them. And it, it ended kind of like on a good note to where, okay, we got closure as far as like what some of the characters did. maybe not so much with like Stevie, but we can see like, you know, she be, she's going to run the motels and she's going to do that. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like that was a really smart way to do it. And now that I think about it, I'm like, okay, I can see these actors and actresses doing something else and not just referencing or being typecast onto Shit's Creek. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, this was kind of like her little, this is kind of like a little break from our normal show. From our normal show to, to talk about, about a show somebody that's... else's show, <laughs> <laughs> but I—I'm sure um, there's a podcast out there about shit. Uh, there probably Creek. is. Like yeah. I don't know how. I don't know if how I, I couldn't talk about Shit's Creek that much. They have a whole podcast. I think just to kind it. of reference back to the song from Alexis, um, "Hide Your Diamonds, Hide Your Exes." I'm a little bit Alexis, <laughs> and I and I and I I'm a little bit tipsy when I drive my car. <laughs> that's like my favorite. <laughs> She's like, I'm a little bit tipsy when I drive my car. (laughs) Crazy ass girl. (laughs) That's why I I love her so um, much. Yeah. Also like another quote that applies to, you know, COVID and stuff is David. I'm trying very hard not to connect with people right now. (laughs) (laughs) And she was so serious. And all this stuff she says, she's so serious, even though it sounds so stupid. She would be like really serious about it, but Anyways, it was a it was a, a great show, I guess. It was a it was great nice show, to, yeah. talking to you, Bruce, about the show that we we finally have a show in common that he's caught up on. Usually when we have shows in common, either we're not on the same page, like he's in season three and I'm in season eight, or vice versa. And so like we finally have one where we're both like caught up and it's kind of cute to talk about it. But coming in the future, I just want to let everybody know that we have November guests 
booked. And I guess it's already November by the time you listen to this. So <laughs> for the next three weeks, we have people coming on. So we have guests next week. So next episode, we have a guest. Um, we have another guest the week after that. And then um, we just booked another guest for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh. girl, Brittany. So oh. um, not Brittany Spears. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> but on that, <laughs> that note, hashtag free Brittany. Huh? I said on that note, hashtag free Brittany. <laughs> it's still, it's still relevant. <laughs> But like I, I was like thinking, man, if we got Britney Spears, like by accident somehow, like can you imagine, like we would be like on TV, like we would blow up so quick. I should DM her and be like, hey, I know you're like in quarantine right now, but do you want to do like a phone call? Like, <laughs> She's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing. <laughs> I said yes, please, please sing, work, bitch, and baby, one more time. <laughs> But yeah, so we have a lot of guests coming up. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. And anything else you want to talk about? Uh, uh, not really. I mean, just it was kind of nice, relaxing, talking about a show um, that we can both connect. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other people that can connect to this. Uh, but um, I just wanted to remind people that we are on social media. Um, we are on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube um, at Press to the Podcast. That's the number press two. two podcast. I keep saying that <laughs> Press to Podcast. I don't know why, but um, Press to Podcast. The number two, not T W O T O or T O O. And as Joni Rose would say, Tweetos on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um, and we also have the hotline where you can call um, if you're feeling down if you need advice or something you can call at 3 in the morning, 2 in the morning, 1.30 at any time uh, if you have a subject that you would like to talk about also give us ideas I mean we're open to ideas uh, we're open to interpretation of those ideas um, so and what is the phone number? 832-390-0279. Call us anytime. Call me now. <laughs> yeah, bye. Oh, and remember, uh, it. so this will come out on election day, right? Yes. So I hope you voted today. Yeah, I hope you voted. <laughs> I hope, I mean, we're recording this before, obviously, election day. So hope you voted. Hope, um everything works out and um we'll see you on the other side no matter what happens (laughs) and you know just never let the bastards get you down so that's a Maya Rose (laughs) (laughs) and also Rihanna I think don't let those bastards get you down well no no it's actually from somebody I think Julius Uh, it's an old (laughs) book anyway thanks for listening um thanks for supporting us and Bye. Bye.